Hello world, welcome back to the Flores and Friends podcast. This is your host, John Flores, and this episode is a deviation from the norm. There isn't just one guest this time, but various guests from prior episodes in this holiday special. I asked them all about the holiday season and what it means to each of them, as well as their feelings about Christmas slash holiday music. I personally love this time of the year, especially the music, for which I realize I'm in the minority. However, the holiday season, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Festivus, what have you, has always been a time for family, peace on earth, goodwill towards man, and all that jazz. But hey, that's just me. Without further ado, let's get the show on the road. My first guest for this holiday special will be, unfortunately, this this man has the distinct dishonor of being the guest on our only lost episode of the Flores and Friends podcast. Today I am joined by Clark Martin, or as I and many others affectionately refer to him as Pup. How are you doing today, Pup? I'm well, doing great. Thanks for having me on one that hopefully will not be lost this time. Dude... One day, one day when they invent the technology for that episode to be recovered, uh, we'll, uh, I'll salvage it and I'll post it and the world will marvel in the awesomeness of that episode because it was, that was the big thing. Like it was such a great episode too. Ugh. Yeah, it was. It, it was long too. Yeah, it was we very went for, long. We went for a while. Yeah, we did. It was, it was, da- it was an hour and a half. I think it was long. Yeah, it was. It was, it was a while, man. Okay, so it is a holiday special. When it comes to the holidays, what what comes to mind for you personally? Personally, mostly it's family. Yeah, I try to you know because, and that's what a lot of people you know they they want to do as much as they can for. You know, you want to spend as much time with family as you can because usually during the course of the the year you don't get a chance to you know everybody's living their own separate lives. So, but the holidays is a chance for everybody to you know come together. Even if it is just for one day, you know, at least just to, to see everybody catch up, you know, and just kind of, you know, just be with family. Yeah, I agree, man. I agree. Is your family big into Christmas or do y'all keep it kind of low key, kind of very chill? I know you got you got siblings and you got nieces and nephews. Do you have to go around and see everybody or does everybody kind of join up in one place? Oh, uh, um, what else? We usually kind of do it in two to three stages. Yeah. Usually... We'll do kind of a, a small get together, you know, just immediate family. You know, me, my mom, my sister, and her family, and the nephews and nieces and stuff. You know, immediate family. And we'll do we'll do our own little little thing at my mom's house, and then we do a larger family gathering at you know a cousin's house or you know an aunt's house or something on each side. Yeah. You know, usually on the Martin side, and in my case, or the Lemoyne side. Okay. So we kind of, you know, we kind of do. We, we you almost got to do it in three stages like that. So, yeah. and it's, uh, I don't mind the larger family gatherings, but you know, I've, I've gotten older, I've gotten wiser, and my, you know, my taste in, in the holidays has kind of changed over the course of the last probably eight to ten years. Yeah. And mainly because of my sister's kids. It's no longer, especially once you get out of college and everything. It's not, you know, what kind of stuff am I getting for Christmas? You know, it's you want to you want to see their reaction for the first time. 
Yeah. You know, and you want them to, to have some of the experiences that you wish you could have as a kid. Yeah. And that's that's kind of that's kind of where I am right now. Yeah. You are a Christian. Do you do you feel it's a very religious holiday these days, or do you kind of feel like it's kind of become more secular? I think they got, I mean, there's always going to be a group of diehards that are going to have. It's going to be a religious holiday, especially with my upbringing. You know, being Catholic and everything, you keep it in the back of your mind, and you try to keep the spirit of you know that religious holiday. Yeah. But we get bombarded so much by everything else on the outside, and you know it's become so commercial. Yeah, you know it's become so commercialized over the last probably at least eight to ten years. I mean, it's just, especially since as soon as Halloween's over, it's all Christmas, 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 buy presents, buy presents. You know, yeah. it is it has become so over commercialized. It's not funny. But, you know, it, I say, at least with me, I, I try to stick as close to, you know, I, I do realize there is going to be some commercialism in it, but yeah. in the back of your head, you still want to know the reason why the holiday exists. Yeah, I just feel you know? as far, I, I totally agree with you on the commercialization. It seems like it used to start on Black Friday, and now it does start November 1st, and it's, it's unfortunate, but in my own little opinion, that... While the holiday has become over-commercialized, I feel that your holiday doesn't have to be over-commercialized. It can still be about family and, you know, love and people. It doesn't have to be about the gifts, actually. As long as you, as long as y'all make a point of it being about family. Yeah, that, it, it, it takes an active role on yeah. your part. Yeah, because gifts are important it's not about the gift it's about the i love you so much i want you to have this and vice versa exactly yeah. you want you want to give somebody a gift because you care about them and because they are special to you not because it's required and it's been beat over your head by yeah. you know large companies saying that it needs to be done yeah well speaking of gifts do you have a memorable gift that you got as a kid or like teenager or young adult that really sticks out for you actually believe it or not they have i got one that was a long long time ago which everything right now seems to be a long long time ago but that's neither here nor there it was in fact i actually found an old kmart flyer online for this item and it was Holy shit. a uh, and it was that they had a guy on comic books man on AMC that actually wanted to sell one not long ago on there. It was the Ghostbusters Firehouse. Oh shit! Big, yeah, that big Ghostbusters Firehouse, you know, and stuff, and had the green slime that came with it. You oh know, wow! Kind of, yeah, that was that was probably my memorable thing when I went through my Ghostbusters stage. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you're a little bit older than me, so Ghostbusters came out before I was even born, so uh, it was a bigger deal for you. You would have been the prime kid age for that movie. No, it, not only the movie, it was more that the, the the toys and stuff were more based on the Saturday morning cartoon that yeah. came out a few years after. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that cartoon. I do. Yeah, so it was more based on the cartoon than it was the actual movie. The the cartoon that they showed was actually the second iteration. Because that's why they ended up having to call it the real Ghostbusters, because somebody tried to do one just as the Ghostbusters or whatever, and it flopped so bad, so they had to rename it to to get it back on track. LOL. 
<laughs> what uh you know what's funny? We talked about this in the lost episode, but my dad would always buy me and my brother big gifts because he's the type of dad that thought you could buy love. So he would always buy his gaming systems and stuff like that. I remember we got our original PlayStation. We got our original N64, Dreamcast, GameCube, PS2. We got all our systems from him. And I actually got my first iPhone uh, way back in 2007, Christmas 2007. I got my first iPhone from my dad. So he wasn't good for much, but he was good for a pretty awesome (laughs) Christmas gift. But no. But, uh... One that sticks out for me, which was really awesome, was I got a GameCube. And I got, I don't know if you remember this, but, or if you ever played them, but I was a huge, I I am still a huge Resident Evil fan. And I got Resident Evil, the remake, and Resident Evil Zero, two Resident Evil games for the GameCube on Christmas Day. And that was awesome. That was, that stuck out for me. That was really big. But I had a whole bunch of. I remember playing Resident Evil games on the original PlayStation. Yeah. Because I I, I had the two disc set of the director's cut. Oh, yeah. That was a really good one. And it was so much fun. But let's shift gears here. We both met each other. We both used to work with each other at that grocery store that shall not be named. uh, Ever again. Ever again. Uh, And. A lot of my friends worked in retail or the service industry, and one of the big parts of that is during the holiday season, they play Christmas music. How do you feel about Christmas music? Do you hate it? Do you love it? Are you indifferent? My attitude actually has changed uh, oh, wow. since I got since I got out of the retail service industry. Yeah. Because uh, when, when you're in it and you have to deal with that from the day after Halloween until Usually the day of Christmas or Christmas Eve. Yeah, usually it was. It always felt like we ended it around on on New Year's Day. That's when we stopped it. Yeah, and it's just when you when you got to listen to it day in day out for your entire shift every day. You despise Christmas music. You want to ring Bing Crosby's damn neck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's just the way it goes. Him and Amy Grant. You want to you want to just you know throw them both in the back in the trunk of a car and run that sucker off a bridge. <laughs> But you know, as, you know, after getting out of it and being out of it for a few years, you know, it's it's kind of changed a little bit. I can stand Christmas music a little more. I still don't like it that they play it so early. Yeah. You know, but I mean, from you know, I'm cool with. I'm actually now cool with it. You know, anytime after Thanksgiving. Yeah. You know, that way at least you're in the Christmas season. Before, you know, uh, it would be, I would be okay with it, two or three days before Christmas. That's when my attitude would change and be like, okay, I can listen to Christmas music. And then I'd have like two days before Christmas Eve up until Christmas Day, and then that was it. Okay. That was it for me for the year. Four days, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I, I have a playlist on my phone that I listen to pretty much every other day or give or take while I'm at work. And I've loved it since as long as I can remember. Do you have any particular favorite songs or songs you hate, anyone in particular? I got a few. I got a few of them that I like. Please come home for Christmas by Vince Vance and the Valiants. Yeah, it's uh, a good one. That's, a good that's one. always a high, uh, high on the list. And actually, that same same song, "Please Come Home for Christmas" by the Eagles. Yeah, I really like the Eagles version. Yeah, and so it's kind of a you know that one. There's a few others too, but uh, you know the staples, the the Charlie Brown Christmas song, and yeah, you know some some other staples, but. I don't, I'm, I don't like, you know, too much of the, the cheesy, campy, you know, really kids type songs anymore. Yeah. 
Do you do you remember? You probably have blocked it out, for which I understand. Do you remember <laughs> the Jingle Bells by the Santa Puppies? Do you remember that? Oh God. Yes. Yeah, I remember it, and unfortunately, I remember it. It is the worst Christmas song I've ever heard. It is the only Christmas song that I've ever come across that I will not listen to. It is so awful. I don't know how high the people who came up with that song were when they thought that would be a good idea, but oh my fucking God, that is an abomination. Yeah, uh, I do remember listening to it a few times, and I... Pretty much thought that exact same thing. Because, <laughs> you know, I did not, uh, I was not a fan of it. I think I listened to probably all of about maybe a minute of it. Yeah. And I, pretty much all I could take for the rest of my life. Oh, God, it's so awful. I Anyone listening, if you're brave enough and you're, you know, masochistic enough, you can go listen to it. I'm not going to plug it. I'm not going to give you any access to it like a link, but... If you feel like you want to see how awful it is, go. God bless you and Godspeed. But and yeah, find, find it on YouTube, and then <laughs> I will. I will not tell you anything more than it is awful. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that if you do go listen to it, the choice is yours, and I will not be responsible for any of the consequences that follow. Yeah, and may God have mercy <laughs> on your soul, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, all right. Last question: Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Well, there's kind of the, the cheesy and you know campy kids ones that you got. You pretty much got to watch every year. The the Frosties, the Rudolph, yeah. you know. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a movie. It can be a like like one of my favorites is Charlie Brown Christmas that you mentioned earlier. Yeah, That's yeah, my yeah, favorite. That, 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 I, I consider that kind of one of the staples. Yeah, you know you got to watch that and The Grinch. Yeah, you know, that, 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 those two you got, you got to watch. My my favorite Christmas movie though is is a controversial pick, is Die Hard. I love Die Hard. I think it is the best Christmas movie of all time. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I wouldn't consider that technically a Christmas movie, it but is. I would call it a movie that happens around Christmas. No, it is a Christmas movie. It is about family values against evil terrorists. It is a Christmas movie. <laughs> and throwing uh, Severus Snape out of a window. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm not saying it's the traditional sort of Christmas movie. Actually, what makes it great is it is a Christmas movie in a non-traditional sense. Yeah, I, I could, I could, well, I could swing with that one. I, 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 I'd admit that one was probably that one would probably be a good Christmas movie. I'll, I'll consider that a Christmas movie. Okay, I'll, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt on that one. <laughs> uh, but as far as the, the ones that I, I don't know, man, uh, they they got several of them that I've even downloaded for my nephews recently, and I don't know if I can say I have a favorite. Because I mean, they're all kind of, you know, kind of, kind of feel goody, and yeah, I don't know. It's, Christmas movies ain't my thing, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Uh, but if, if I had to pick one, you know, off the top of my head, well, the one I'd pick is probably more. It's it's a split actually between Christmas and Halloween, okay, and Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a good pick. I, I can I can that understand would, that. That would probably be one of my. That would probably be my, my top. Just for it's dark enough, but it's you know it's got Christmas in it. It never it never really was my thing, but I get why people like it. It just was never my thing. But I, it's a decent film. It's just you know it's it's whatever to me. I'm indifferent to it. That, if I had to pick one off the top of my head, I'd say that, that would probably be it. All right, pup. Uh, have a merry Christmas, man. I love you, and uh, you know be well, my friend. Everybody 
everybody listening. Have a great holiday. Don't yeah. take anybody for granted. Yeah. Be safe and Merry Christmas. God bless us, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>
we we always got uh, our gaming systems at Christmas from Dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are those are good ones too. I remember when we got an N sixty four. Holy shit, dude! That changed the game. Did we have a Nintendo sixty four? We did. We totally had an N sixty four. I remember playing Super Mario sixty four in in Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time. I don't. Yeah. I don't think we ever owned Goldeneye. Maybe I don't. I don't remember. But we. we I think we did. I think we did. Yeah. We had an N64, and we also got, remember we also got our first, we got our first PS2, and we got a Dreamcast. We were like one of the few people yeah, to have a Dreamcast. Yeah, I remember having the Dreamcast. That was when, they had like NBA 2, or NFL 2K, whatever, yeah. NBA 2K, whatever. Yeah. I didn't mind the Dreamcast. They were good for those football games and basketball games. Yeah, I had a lot of fun on that. Yeah, the gaming systems were cool, yeah, because I would never buy the gaming system. And our dad was one of those types of parents that thinks he can buy love, and look where that's look where that's gotten him. Well, we enjoyed those games. <laughs> yeah, man, they were awesome. They were they were the best. Um, dad actually got me my first iPhone. I remember that he got me. I have I've had an iPhone since I had one of the first iPhones back in two thousand seven. So next year will have been ten years. Ten years of iPhone. Yeah. Nice. How do you feel about Christmas music? I think when it starts before Thanksgiving, it's a bit obnoxious. Okay. But I think after Thanksgiving, if you want to start playing it that Friday, after Thanksgiving, that's fine. I'll listen to it when it's on. But then it just kind of seems to be, like, redundant. They just play the same, they play the same old, you know, 10 or 12 songs over and over. Okay, does it... A different variation of those songs. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Does it bother you that they play the same songs, or do they... Does it bother you? They play particular versions of the same song over and over again. I just think it's the it's just the same songs over and over again. See, I dig it, I'm not, man. I'm not like an expert like you when it comes to Christmas music. Yeah. I mean, I know you know I know the songs. I couldn't even tell you you know the names of them or whatever. Like you probably could, but uh, no, just the fact that it's like the same. It's the same song is the main thing. That's like, all right, I I, I don't need to listen to this for a month. See, I don't get tired of it. They're like, I always love listening to different people's adaptations or renditions of like classics. So it it doesn't bother me. I love it. I love Christmas music. I look forward to it every year, and I have a playlist on my phone that I listen to. I'll just put it on and listen to it for hours. And it's the same songs over and over. Okay, let me ask you this. I know you're not a big fan, but do you have any particular favorites? I like Baby It's Cold Outside. Okay. Bill Cosby find it. Oh God! <laughs> I do like it though. Like, like I don't know. I, I I heard the Dean Martin version first, and you know, I guess I just didn't pay attention to the actual words or what they were. But yeah, uh, no, it's good. I, 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 that's probably my favorite one. I like Mariah Carey. Yeah. All I want for Christmas. Do you know she she's had like the number one Christmas song for like fifteen years straight? I did not know that. But yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if that's that surprising. It's one of there was more upbeat and more, you know, more modern. Yeah. Slow and old-timey, I guess you said. Yeah. So that was good. And you know what? Not too many people make remake of that one, do they? Nothing's ever going to surpass the original. So it's like once you, as a Christmas music expert, once you do the definitive version of a Christmas song, people will try and imitate and, like, you know, do their own spin on it. But usually everybody comes back to the original. Case in point, Bing Crosby's White Christmas. White Christmas has been sung by so many different people, but usually everybody goes back to Bing Crosby's 
uh, White Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's at Home Alone, right? I mean, that's all I remember. That was actually that Home was Home that White Christmas was done by the the Drifters, I believe. Yes, the Drifters. Uh, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I like Christmas music fine. I mean, it's, a, it's okay. I don't need to, like, do you, would you listen to a Christmas song in March? Uh, I have, yes. Okay. That's a little weird. I, I, don't, I don't expect people to understand it. I just hope people accept it. Okay, so, okay, you, you, you know a lot of Christmas songs. Yes. Do you know, okay, so one of my other favorite ones, and I know it's gonna, it was very cheesy and corny and probably not expected, but I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. No, I don't know that I one. I like that. Honey, hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> you don't know that song. I think I've heard it. Uh, it's not one of my it's favorites. It's on a commercial right now. I don't know that okay, one. I gotta. So I'm not, right, I'm not, you probably don't know Dominic the Donkey either, right? No. What? What is that? <laughs> I don't know. It's like it's pretty bad, but when I, when you work in a grocery store, they just have this like Christmas. Playlist going on. Yeah, right? yeah, so, yeah. Whatever. It's Dominic the Dunk. Yeah. Uh, it's so bad. It's so bad. Oh, you know what's a good, relatively new Christmas song? The NSYNC Christmas song. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy. Yeah, ha- yeah, it's all right. They actually have a different. They have a different Christmas song I like more, but it's good. I like it. Yeah, I, I mean, I like the Christmas songs. I like the traditional Christmas songs, and I think I, think I fall more into the, the original artist. Yeah. Category, but yeah, I mean, sometimes like it seems like every artist has a Christmas album, and it's like that seems a bit uh, unnecessary. <laughs> well, it's uh, they they're really easy to make. They they don't have to write them. All they got to do is secure the rights if there are any. So it's it's easy money for them. Yeah, but a lot of people buy them. A lot of people don't buy music anyway, so what doesn't really matter. Yeah. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I think. We agree, right? What is it? It's Home Alone. Nope, I'm sorry, I got to disagree with you on that one. What's the What's your favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. Okay, here we. This is so stupid, and I hate having this typical conversation. But Die Hard is a is a movie that just happens to be during Christmas, not a Christmas movie. It's about family. It's set in Christmas. It's a Christmas movie. I don't care. If I had to name something not Die Hard, my favorite Christmas special is is definitely a Charlie Brown Christmas. I was thinking more like the was that movie released in theaters at all? No, it's only it's only twenty seven minutes long. It's not a feature length. Oh yeah, no, okay, yeah. Uh, favorite Christmas movie? You know one that I really like, The Family Stone. That's a good Christmas movie. I like that. Uh, oh yeah, I like The Family Stone. But see, I don't even think of that as a Christmas movie. Yeah. yeah, I guess it's- the other big one. I just recently watched was Love Actually, but I, I yeah, like... I figured you would say that would probably be your favorite. Well, I like it a lot, but I'm telling you, the more time goes by, it's painful to watch. Like, these stories you thought were cute ones are actually like, actually, this is kind of creepy and weird, but okay. <laughs> and dude, it's so painfully early 2000s, dude. Like, the cell phones, the clothing, they, they're listening to CDs and like, just all these like... Yeah. Oh, oh, it's bad. Oh, it's bad. I think I, think I like the Santa Claus is good with Tim Allen. Yeah, I like that one. yeah, I remember that one. Oh, how can we forget? Okay. I I'm one of the people who loves watching a Christmas story when it comes on 24 hours See, a day. I'm all, I'm all set on that. I'm all set on a Christmas story. I'm all set on 
Uh, it's a wonderful uh, life. Yeah, it's a wonderful life. No, I'm all set. Mary, Mary, I'm all set. I'm done. I don't need to see it. Pretty much any movie in black and white, I'm all set on. No, thank you. The Christmas story, I'm like, eh, what's so good about it? It's a classic. It just tells a very iconic tale of just like how crazy the holidays are, how crazy families get together on for Christmas and all that stuff. And just it talks about childhood and shit like that. So I love it. I love watching it at least two or three times on Christmas Day when basketball is not on. So I would say Home Alone and Home Alone 2 are number one and number two. Yeah. I'll watch the Santa Claus. Home Alone cracked me up. I recently watched that again, too. Uh, it was um, it's hilarious. It's all right. I just don't understand how two people who call themselves parents can forget a child like that. But sure, why not? I mean, there's all kinds of problems with that movie. Like, when you burn your hand gold your hand on the doorknob like that's pretty much the end of the night at that point right? yeah dude like there's a scene like, you're not gonna keep going you burn the top of your head off that's that's the end we're going home <laughs> we're not we're not gonna keep it. like you would be in so much pain you wouldn't even be able to continue yeah there's there's two different scenes one where marv gets hit in the face from a falling iron and then there's another scene <laughs> there's another scene where like, they both get hit in the face with swinging paint cans full of paint. And I'm like, they'd be passed out. They would lose yeah. consciousness. They would be like, you know what? Fuck this kid. It's not worth it. And it's also the fact that the kid only calls the cops at the very end. I'm like, no, why wouldn't you call the cops immediately? Ugh. So I was watching Home Alone 2 recently, like last week. Yeah. And I found, I found another thing that was, that was kind of crazy. So in Home Alone 2, how old is he? I think Home Alone takes place when he's eight. And I think... Home Alone 2 is supposed to be set like a year after, the, the next Christmas. Okay. So he gets lost in New York City. Yeah, he's nine years old. He's nine years old, let's just say he's nine years old. He's lost in New York City. Yeah. There's a scene where like his parents are talking to the cops and he goes, you don't think he'd be smart enough to go to my brother's house? Like, in New York City. Like, he just, and then he just shows up at the brother's house. And I'm like, okay, nine. He doesn't know where his uncle lives in New York City. Well... And even if he knows, how the fuck does he know how to get there? I know that he knew the address from, like... Okay, so he, he takes his dad's bag with him, accidentally. Right. And inside his dad's bag was his dad's address book. But you have a point. It's like, how would this kid know how to get around New York City? It's like... New York City? What borough does this does his uncle live in? And how does he know how to get there? Well, I know, the, I know it takes place in Manhattan, so he would just need to, you know find this one spot in Manhattan, which, I mean, yeah, that's that's a total cakewalk. <laughs> I just thought, like, that was pretty asshole. I still love the movie. It makes me laugh. Joe Pesci is funny. That other guy's funny when he hit the face with the brick. Yeah. It, it's all fun. I yeah. love it. All right, man. I think we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for doing this. All right, I'll talk to you later, and I guess I'll see you at Christmas. Yeah, dude. All right, bye. Bye. I'm joined now by my brother from another mother, the one, the only, Justin Hartwell. How's it going today, man? It's going well, John. Good to be back, man. It's been a while. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not like you've been on this thing more than anybody else ever, but you know, it's whatever. <laughs> I gotta make appearances every so often. Oh yeah, man. I, I was thinking about that. I was looking at some of the back catalog and I was like, we really did four hours on superhero films. I cannot believe this shit. Just the fact that there were people up here that have like, that listened to it yeah. was hilarious yeah it's really trippy i uh I, I recently visited justin up in virginia about a month ago and this dude one of uh, one of your friends came by i think it was jamie's friend and like he was like oh that's you i was like what he's like oh yeah that podcast i listened to it i was like oh my god i have fans people actually <laughs> listened <laughs> people i don't know have actually listened to this silly silly thing of mine all right all right all right all right Okay, we're going to keep it brief. We're going to keep it brief. All right. All right, Justin. Okay. When it comes to the holidays, what comes to mind for you personally? Well, what comes to mind is, you know, the traditional, you know, Christmas starting too early or uh, gifts are, or the, what is it, the decorations are put up too soon and this, that, and the other. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, remembering you know, what means, what means most to you and, you know, the people you actually want to spend the holidays with. And it's kind of, it's, it's more on that of just, you know, when you get around the holiday, you start to realize who you actually want to be, be around because, you know, as far as, you know, relationships and everything goes, you know, if you really like someone, you're going to bring them around for the holidays. You're yeah. going to meet them, take them and meet the family or meet their family or so on and so forth. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's just, it's kind of like an eye-opener of, you know what, these people, whoever it may be, mean a lot to me, and I want to spend, you know, this season, these moments and these holidays with these people. Yeah, so it, it encapsulates what's really important to you. Who's really important yeah. to you. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Do y'all do it big? Do you, does your family, are you, is your family really into, I know your family's Christian, and I know y'all are somewhat religious. Are y'all, is Christmas a really big big ordeal for y'all, or y'all just kind of keep it low-key? I mean, it's, it, it, it kind of depends on the family that's around and, you know, the time frame and everything, because, you know, we're, we're, we are a Catholic family, and, you know, it's, it is a celebration of, you know, the birth of Christ and all, so we try to do, you know, a very meaningful, uh, or we at least try to go to Mass and, you know, try to make it, you know, special, there, there's a word that I'm just completely lacking on, but it, it, we try to put a lot more emphasis into it on the religious side when we can, because, okay. you know, it's, it's just our practice. Yeah. You know, I think about this, I can't remember what holiday's bigger in the Catholic Church. Is it uh, Christmas or Easter? Mm -hmm. are, are they tied? I can never remember. I mean, they're both pr pretty on the same level, because... In both instances is when, you know, Christ is brought onto the world, but I think Easter is more, has, has maybe a slight leg up just yeah. because it was after, you know, Christ's diapers and so on and so forth. Yeah. As a former Catholic, I think it's a, I think I can say that Easter is the bigger Catholic holiday, but Christmas is the bigger global holiday, like for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. That's I think that's fair. I mean, do you have any memorable gifts growing up that you got as a kid or like a teenager or anything like that? Anything that sticks out for you? So I know the 
one of the biggest gifts I ever got. It was super simple, but I, it was when I was more into video games uh, when I was younger. I think it was middle school or high school. And I wanted this game for so long and just could not, for whatever reason, find the money to buy it. Yeah. And my grandparents got it for me. And I just remember flipping out and like on the verge of tears because I got this game. Which one was that? And it was Jack 3. Oh, Jack and Daxter? Jack and Daxter, the third one. Oh, and yeah. literally, everyone was outside playing, doing this and that, and I was just holed up in the room playing the game, and I beat it that same day. And it was, and like, looking back on it, you know, I've had so many good Christmas presents over the year from yeah. friends and family and girlfriends or whatever, but that was the one that, at the time, was the biggest and the best gift I could ever have gotten, and I just remember flipping out over it. Oh yeah, I, I do. I get it. I totally get it. Okay, let's move on to another controversial topic. How do you feel about Christmas music? See, I like Christmas music in season. Yeah, like I don't. When you start playing Christmas music in July, or if you start playing Christmas music, you know, buff. Like at Halloween or something. No, stop. Relax. You have a whole month dedicated to this stuff. You don't have to play it three, four, five months ahead of time. And then when it comes around the season, then it's, it's, it's okay and it's acceptable. And I find myself whistling and humming and singing all these Christmas songs just because it's the season. Yeah. What what bother, what do you think bothers you more when it comes to Christmas music? A lot of people have complained that they play the same songs over and over again, right? Well, does it bother you that they play the same song by this by one artist, or that they play this one song done by several artists over and over again? Is it you, you get it? Like they, it's not that they just play White Christmas by Bing Crosby; it's that they play White Christmas by Bing Crosby and all these other people, but it's the same song over and over again, no matter what. I don't know, because, you know, growing up, for whatever reason, my brothers and I love Aaron Neville. Oh, yeah. And had New a, Orleans' own Aaron Neville, by the way. Exactly. And we had a Christmas CD that Aaron Neville put out, and we yeah. listened to it every year. Yeah. So, it's it's kind of cool to hear how, you know, different artists do different versions of the songs or whatever. So, I don't know, there, it's, it's one of those things where it's not Christmas until you hear this song, or you hear, yeah. you know, this artist do this song, okay. or you hear this song done by these people. So, to, to me, it's all, it's all the same thing. It's just different flavorings of yeah. it, I guess. Do you have a particular favorite, or do you have a particular, like, least favorite, one you hate absolutely? Oh. If you don't, it's all good. Oh no, I know I do. I just can't think of it right now because I because I know I'm actively avoiding. <laughs> if it ever pops up, I'm gonna let you know so you can do an update to this because it's right now. I can't think of it, but yeah. I know the second I hear it, right. you're gonna be the first person I'm gonna contact. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's switch gears a little bit. How do you feel about Christmas movies? Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Christmas Story. Easy. Oh, okay. Damn. Christmas Story followed by the live-action Grinch movie. Oh, what are you... T oh, Justin. 
I'm almost oh, about to end our friendship right now after that. St- I, 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 I don't even know. I don't even know what kind of world you live in that that, that is a good movie for you. That I just like it just because of how the ridiculous acting of, jo- of Jim Carrey has always been as a great. And it just, to me, it was very entertaining in that aspect. Oh my God, Justin. Hey, I love you, man. Critic. I'm a simple one, remember? I, I, I love you. I love you, man. <laughs> I really do. But that was, I cannot believe that you like that film. I'm sorry. I, mm. my favorite's Die Hard. I think that's the best Christmas movie of all time. Oh, good choice. That is really good. Um, some people don't feel that Die Hard's a Christmas movie. So I, my other one, it's not really a Christmas movie, but it's a Christmas special is a Charlie Brown Christmas and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's great. I, li- I have a copy. I have a DVD copy of it. I, I watch it every year. It's it's a classic for me. It's only 26, 27 minutes long. So it's, you know, it's in and out. It's very simple. I love it. I mean, Christmas Story is, you know, has that 24-hour special, 48-hour special or yeah. whatever. I usually watch it two or three times that day. Oh yeah, I mean we have it. We just have it on, yeah, constantly at my parents' house. Yeah, it's so it's, it's awesome. No, it's no a great movie. If it's, I mean, it's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. And that way, no matter you know if you're cooking, eating, you take a nap or whatever, it's always on. So you always end up watching the whole the whole thing in bits and pieces. Yeah, man. You yeah, you could just like turn it off, go do something, or leave the room, come back, and it's like. It's on again, and you're like, oh, I picked up where I left off and stuff like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. A lot of people don't, but anyway. How do you feel about, like, the Home Alone movies? Do you like the Home Alone movies? Oh, yeah. I mean, the third one was a bit of a stretch. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. I don't even count that. (laughs) But the first one, of course, is another classic. I mean, there's just so many. It's one of those things where the more you bring up Christmas movies, the more I remember, whoa, that was a Christmas. Oh wait, that was based on. Christmas. How do you feel about? Wait a second. Yeah, how do you feel about Love Actually? I don't think I've ever seen it. Actually, what? Not um, that I, not that I can recall off the top of my head. <laughs> it's a very cheesy romantic comedy, and it's set during Christmas. And it is, it is a Christmas movie, but it's you should watch it. But you're single right now, so I wouldn't recommend watching it by yourself because it'll probably be lost on you. But <laughs> but it's it's a great. Well, I like it a lot, but. I'm gonna tell you, man, the storylines and that, cause it's a bunch of different storylines going on. Some of them are kind of creepy. I'm not even kidding you. I watched it recently. It is so painfully early 2000s. Uh, it's not, it's not a time that's so far gone that you can look at back at it nostalgically. It just looks awful yep. now. It's like, oh my God. Dude, you want to hear about awful? I was talking to someone the other day and they do, and they do some kind of like guidance counseling or something for uh teenagers yeah and they said that they were talking with them and they overheard the kids say oh yeah i collect uh vintage nirvana cd vintage <laughs> vintage vintage nirvana <laughs> cd <laughs> like i could like i've never had my soul felt so crushed oh it's only going to get worse, man. It's only going to get worse as time goes oh, I by. I mean, there, like, I saw a comment. I'm pretty sure I've told you this once before. I saw a comment on uh, a Sum 41 video somewhere, and the top comment was, man, I really wish I was a teenager in the early 2000s to grow up with this stuff. Oh, man. Like, the fact that the, like, 
this generation is now getting aware to that point to where we were with like the 80s or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like crushing. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh. <laughs> well, I wish I could have found that comment and be like, speaking as a teenager from that era, it wasn't that great. Trust me. <laughs> it was a bunch of stupid shit. I'm I'm just going to tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah, you you didn't miss out on too much. Yeah, I was like, no, I I don't want to rain on your parade here, but like, it wasn't it wasn't that good. Like the music, they had a few good songs out there, but most of the time it was bands being very whiny and being very superficial. So yeah, that's just music through generations at some point. Yeah, do uh, you have anything else to add? Anything personal? Anything you want to add on top of this? Not really. I just hope you have a Merry Christmas, man. Oh, man. I hope love everyone you. listening, whoever is listening, has a Merry Christmas. Yeah, man. I love you. I hope you all have a Merry Christmas, too. I'll talk to you later, my brother. All right, man. Love you, too, dude. Bye. Bye. Now I'm joined by previous guest let me give him his full name benjamin alexander casson how are you doing tonight man i'm good and you make me sound so fucking regal well in my heart you've always been regal the, the king of kings in the, the true holiday spirit yeah i mean how can we not have something about christmas or the holidays without a jew i mean basically the whole holiday is based on a jew right <laughs> kind of i mean it was stolen by not quite Jews, and, <laughs> you know. Hey, 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 hey! Why are you, why are you bringing up past shit? Let's, why are you stuck in the past? All right, we need to move on. Progress, be in the moment. Oh, okay. You know, talking about a holiday where everybody has fucking traditions and <laughs> wants to watch animated movies from sixty years ago. You know, who, who cares about things that happened before today? All right, well, I guess we're tap dancing around the question, so I might as well ask it. So, uh, Benjamin, what comes to your mind when you think about the holiday season? Well, having worked in the service industry, be it retail or restaurant, I don't want to say that it's a season that I dread for that reason. When I'm not working, it's great. Yeah. But, but always in the back of my mind is... Man, this is just, this whole month is just gonna fucking suck. Like, after, after Thanksgiving is over, and then they're like, hey, Thanksgiving is over, that means we can fucking play Christmas music all day, every day. I'm just like, man, fuck. (laughs) Well, well, that's one of the questions we're gonna get to in a little bit, but just to reiterate, you are Jewish, so the holiday season does take on a different a different feel for you, but you do celebrate both holidays, correct? Yeah, I mean, so we we celebrate Hanukkah, and we try as as often as we can because you know I I work at night generally, and my parents are musicians, so you know they they have nighttime engagements as well. But as often as we can, we try to get together as a family and light the candles for for Hanukkah. And as far as Christmas goes, it it's always just been, hey, come over on Christmas Day and we'll all hang out and open some presents and maybe have some lunch or something like that. Well, like, this will be different because this is his first time with Emmy, right? Yeah. It, yeah, it will be a little bit different. I mean, 
it'll still be basically the same. There's yeah. just going to be, I don't know. I mean, there's just going to be extra stuff. Oh, and we're probably going to have to make a point of going to more family than we normally do. Yeah. Because, or maybe it'll be convenient and all the family will want to come to us. Because I would much rather that than drive all over the place all day. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing about, uh, well, I'm single, but being in a long-term committed relationship like you are, you and Morgan have to make time to see both sides of the family. Whereas I, I only have to go to my mom's and that's, that's pretty much it. And then. Yeah. 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 I mean, and on top of the fact that my family is fucking tiny, like we have our nuclear family. Yeah. And that, that, that's it. But Morgan's family is fucking sprawling. Like. Yeah. Your family celebrates both holidays. Question number two is. What what was what was one gift or gifts that you got as a kid or as an adult or teenager, whatever, that sticks out in your mind? What's a memorable gift you got during the holidays? Memorable gift that I got for the holidays. This year I'm getting a, a stove. <laughs> like <laughs> and like, you know, I'm I'm done with like all of the ooh, this is fun kind of present. Like, of course, I appreciate them. Yeah, for and real. I, and I like them, but it's like my my range is a piece of shit, and I need a new one, and so I'm getting one. <laughs> yeah, dude, isn't it funny how, like, there becomes, like, this transition from, like, toys and, and like, games and shit, and then you're like, can I just have some nice socks? Do you have any you ties know, I... or, like, nice dress shirts you can get me? Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and you know, you you were a kid and you were like the worst present you could ever get like a fucking pair of tube socks. But now it's like, oh hey, tube socks, that's nice. I was running low on these. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's especially weird now though because I'm I'm at the point where I'm like I just want to not pay for things that I need. Yeah. And at the same time, I you know, we've got an eight month old and it's like we're getting stuff for her yeah, you know some stuff yes she needs but also some stuff is like fun for her and it's just it's a weird perspective shit yeah yeah I mean it's growing up man <laughs> yeah uh, we touched on this a little earlier and you can go off I'll let you just have the floor <laughs> to go off on this cause I already heard it from my brother because I am a Christmas music apologist and defender. Do you like Christmas music? Okay, so I'm really picky with that because I I don't like the Christmas music that gets played all the time. Okay. Like, I mean, even honestly, even if it's a song that I like, I don't want to hear it 24-7. Like, okay. that, that doesn't get me in the holiday spirit. Yeah. You know, that that gets me in the band or something shut this fucking thing off already spirit. It's, you know, it's like one of those, the more I hear Christmas music and the louder it is, the more frequently repetitive it is, the more I just want to take a chainsaw to whatever Christmas tree I can find. No, but really, but, tell me how you really feel. <laughs> but, that being said, there there are some Christmas songs that I like. It's just really funny because my first day at work after Thanksgiving when we had Christmas on, and one of the first songs that I heard was my favorite Christmas song, and I I heard it and I was like, 
all right, that's it. You can turn Christmas music off for me for the rest of the year because I already heard the song that I wanted to hear. <laughs> and that song was Last Christmas by Wham. Oh, that's my... That's tied. That's my that's my one B for favorite Christmas songs. I, I fucking love that. That song. is such is. look, okay. Not to talk not to have this to quote our president elect, not to have locker room talk right now, but <laughs> I love that song so much. But I feel like the girliest of girly girls, little Nancy boy, when I hear that song, because I love it so much and it is so Oh, it's so flamboyant. That's the that's I guess that's the most PC way I can describe it. It's so effeminate. It's oh my god, I feel like a girly girl when I listen to what, it. I mean, yeah, it's it's fucking George Michael. Yeah, know? it's and it was what, the 80s. Yeah, it was the 80s. But I mean, that being said, fucking George Michael is awesome. Like Dude's talented. You know what I'd never realized about him and I don't think most people realized? His uh, solo career, right? After he left Wham, he wrote, sang, and produced almost all of his work. Can you believe? That's awesome. I never knew that. Like, I knew he was an insanely talented singer with a drug problem, but I was like, when I found out, he was like a producer on all his albums, and he was like, either co-wrote or wrote all of his songs, and I'm like, holy shit, dude. That's awesome. Yeah. But- But Yeah, I mean, there's, but, but George Michael is awesome. He is awesome. You've got- with with Wham, you know, of course you have Careless Whisper. Oh, yeah. Regardless of the saxophone, is a great song. Oh, that uh, saxophone, that saxophone, and Baker Street saxophone. Oh, fucking Baker Street. <laughs> anyway, uh, but not to get too far off topic. But my other favorite, I have. It's a tie for me. It's Wham's Last Christmas and Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song. You know, chestnuts roasting yeah. on an open fire. Dude, that when I hear that. It's not even his singing so much. It's there's the there's the uh, string uh, section comes on, and it's like you, as soon as I hear the the opening string section on that song, I'm like, that's Christmas to me right there. That yeah, it gets me in the mood. And then he was a talented pianist too, so he plays piano during the oh, it's oh, it's so gorgeous, and it's so it just gets me in the Christmas mood every time. Yeah, no, I don't blame you. I mean, it's. That's a classic. Yeah, it's it's a cl- and it's a classic for a reason, you know. Oh, but, yeah. Let me uh, but, let's let's shift gears one more time. Here's another question I'm gonna throw at you. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Um. Do you want to hear mine? Sure. What's yours? Of course, it's Die Hard. It has to be I Die had, Hard. I had a feeling that that's what was coming. It is a uh, Christmas movie. I reject any any argument to the contrary. It's like it's a Christmas movie. Now, is it like? A Santa, does Santa Claus show up? Are there reindeers? Is there magic? No, but it is about like, you know, Christmas. Mm-hmm. And I could go into detail, but I'm trying to keep these, these segments short. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, what do you got? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I generally, I guess, I, I don't know. You don't have I mean, to have one. You could tell them to fuck off. Well, I, there's not there's not a movie where I'm like it's Christmas time it's time to put this fucking movie on, but I mean there are cr- movies that are 
Christmas movies that I like. Like, like what about uh, Grinch Stole Christmas, Charlie Brown Christmas, It's a Wonderful Life, Frosty the Snowman, uh, uh, Rudolph? Any of those? I'm not. I'm not really crazy about any of those. I do love Home Alone. Yeah, that was my um, brother's. And of course, I love the Hebrew Hammer. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh. So what? Do you, how did you feel about Eight Crazy Nights? I never, I've never actually sat down and watched the entire thing. I watched it, and it was, it was okay. I mean, it was Adam Sandler right when he was like on the verge of being a piece of shit. Yeah, you yeah. know. And so there's some stuff where it's like, oh, haha, and there's other stuff where it's like fucking quit doing your fucking grandma voice nobody cares anymore Ooh, you're i can tell you had a long day at work man you're so animated no pun yeah. intended uh but yeah i i don't know uh uh if if i if i didn't if i couldn't like my brother said die hard's not a christmas movie so uh if i'm not able to count die hard i would definitely go a charlie brown christmas because it's it's 27 minutes of perfection in my book. It's like when Charlie Brown's like, what does Christmas mean? And then Linus is like, I'll tell you what it means. Granted, he quotes a Bible verse, but I mean, nobody's perfect, right? And But there's a line in there where he's like, the angel said, uh, glory to God in the highest, on earth peace, goodwill towards men. And that sentiment, that's Christmas to me. That's what it is. Okay. Charlie Brown never really was a thing for me for any of the holidays. Yeah. My yeah. All right. Well, uh, that's really it. Did you have anything else you wanted to say? Anything, any, any Hanukkah insights you want to share with the audience? Uh, oh, here's one. I mean, I don't know if anybody that listens to me thinks this, but for the record, Hanukkah is not Jewish Christmas. It's just not. There's zero correlation whatsoever. And I mean, there's not even really any correlation between Christmas and Jesus' birthday. Like, that doesn't make sense if you think about timelines. So, why would Hanukkah be Jewish Christmas at all? Christian people just want there to be a parallel so that they can understand what's going on. But all that it does is put false importance on this holiday. Not yeah. to say that Hanukkah is not an important holiday, but it is not to Christians what Christmas is. Okay. Well, y'all do have some great food, and of course, some Manny Chev washes it all down. Of course. <laughs> we don't We don't generally do the Manny Chev for, uh, for Hanukkah for, if for no other reason than because of the hangovers. Oh, but, uh, but it's so good, though. But it's so, oh, it's so fucking sweet. Yeah, it definitely does, like, taste like, <laughs> it does taste like, you know what this great alcohol needs? Like, a mountain of sugar in it. And I'm like, oh, but yeah. it's so good. Yeah, like, they were like, hey, this grape juice is pretty good, but, uh, let's ferment it. But, we don't need, like, like there's not enough sugar in this wine to ferment <laughs> already, you know, because grape juice isn't sweet or anything. <laughs> and then they were like, alright, let's, let's add some more in there. And then they're like, man, this stuff still isn't alcoholic. Well, I guess we just need some more sugar. Oh, God, it's, 
Oh, it's a cruel mistress. It's a cruel mistress. It is. Uh, y'all also do the latkes during Hanukkah? Or? Yes, we do. And oh, they're yeah. delicious. And y'all. they're delicious with applesauce yeah. and sour cream. Oh, well, I can't fuck with the sour cream, but I can definitely get down with some applesauce. That's so good with applesauce. Oh, yeah. All right, man, that's going to do it for me. Unless you had anything else you wanted to add. I don't think so. I think I think we covered all the bases. All right, man. I love you. I'll talk to you later, my brother. Kiss Emmy right, for me. Good. All right, bye. Bye. All right, let's go. Uh, I'm joined by one of my favorite guests of all time, Morgan Alonzo, who has a cold, so, you know, she doesn't sound as lovely as she always does. (laughs) Yeah, that's accurate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, we're going to keep this brief, you know. Uh, I'm going to try and let you do all the talking, so... Uh, first question, Morgan, is we're, we're in the holiday season. When you think of the holidays, what do you think of? Family, unity, and having a little bit of time off from work. <laughs> yeah. You have a, like me, you have a large family, so it's, when we think of family, it's kind of a double-edged sword, isn't it? It's like, yeah, it's great to see everybody, but oh good, I get to see everybody. <laughs> all in the same room and that's whenever it's like i have a, a big family and it's fine until everybody's there in the same room and yeah. then something happens but if one of them's missing it's like okay <laughs> <laughs> you you and ben are actually gonna have to do how, how do you feel about the the juggling of two families and stuff like that at uh, on one day more or less um i mean i'm fine with it because i was used to doing it with my mom my dad's family back oh, yeah. whenever I did do stuff with my dad's side. Yeah. But um, Ben doesn't really have a big family, so it's really just going to his parents to see his sister and um, his parents. So it's actually kind of fine with me because they're a little bit more low-key and quiet, yeah. uh, which is very different than my um, <laughs> loud, uh, I'm just going to leave it at loud family. <laughs> uh, loud and loving family. Yeah. All right. Uh, as a kid or you know as a teenager as an adult however uh what was a memorable gift you got um one year i think i was about a year it's probably about 11 my mom got me justin timberlake tickets when he came to new orleans for the future sex love sound tour and she did a scavenger hunt for it around the house Oh, wow. um, so I had to do that. That was pretty fun, and that concert was amazing. What uh, was never like? What was his best? What What did you feel like his best song of the concert was? Oh, at the concert, I don't know. I really couldn't answer that because I mean that whole thing was amazing. <laughs> I still remember it. It was It was really good. That was one of the best concerts I've ever been to. Yeah. He's a performer. This is your first Christmas with your daughter. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to that? Um, I am. A lot of it is being excited for her to do, I guess, her first Christmas for Hanukkah, quote-unquote. However, I mean, <laughs> she's not really going to be able to do anything, I guess. But um, 
I'm going to try to see if she can rip some wrapping paper off a present. And then, I mean, I'm going to laugh at that. That's going to be hilarious. But, um, yeah, no, I'm excited because um, it's going to be really fun whenever she gets older, in my opinion, to try to come up with things for her to help with for the holidays and then her seeing everybody. And I don't know. That's going to be exciting when she gets a little bit older, I think. Okay. Moving on. You know this. I love Christmas music. I look forward to it all year. How do you feel about Christmas music? I, my family actually does this. My mom does not believe it is Christmas until one song plays. And that one song is Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. Wow. So once that song plays, she has to first call my aunt and tell her it's Christmas time. And then Christmas can officially begin. Ben's is uh, Last Christmas by Wham. Yeah, we uh, I talked to him last night, and uh, yeah, we already we already addressed that. <laughs> yeah, and then mine, I really like White Christmas by um, Otis Redding. Oh, yeah. um, especially when it's when he's saying May your days, but it sounds like he's saying mayonnaise. Um, <laughs> that's my favorite. But no, I mean I like Christmas music. Do I think it's ridiculous that it plays before Thanksgiving? Absolutely. But I really liked this year. I put it on whenever I have Emmy in the car, even though she has no idea what it is. It's, I don't know, it's nice. It's comforting. All right, well, on the flip side, what's your least favorite? Least favorite Christmas song? Yeah. Anything by the Pentatonics. (laughs) They're completely overrated, and people should get over them. Yeah, I don't really get it either. I'm like... They're all right. It's, it's not even, it's just two of them. It's two of them that bother me, and I think if maybe they put them in the back, it just their voices, like, yeah, they're, they're good, they're talented, awesome, great, pat yourself on the back. But it's the faces that they make while they sing and how into themselves they are. It's the singer, the redhead guy, which, yes, I'm saying a redhead sucks, you know, <laughs> you know. Um, him and the girl, that stinking girl annoys the crap out of me but everybody else is great the bass people and the guy that can get really high pitch they should be in the front the other two should just be making out in the corner <laughs> so i don't know the do you remember uh working at the grocery store that shall not be named uh mm-hmm. do you remember i don't i don't know if you, you ever heard it uh it was the jingle bells by the santa puppies or something like that do you remember this <laughs> Yes, that was the that was an abomination. I'm not even. I I love Christmas music, but that is the one Christmas song. I'm like, no, it needs to go. It needs to fucking go to hell. Uh, that's hilarious. All right. Uh, I don't think if there's really any other song that I don't like. I don't know. Really, just this year, it's just been pentatonics. Anything because they're just basically uh, doing themselves in their songs. Okay, I'm gonna throw one more at you. Okay, as far as, how about Christmas movies? Do you have a favorite? Oh, I know where this is going based off your status earlier. (laughs) Okay, this is a tie. I don't know why, but, of course, obviously Love Actually, because it's based during the holiday times. It's just well-written, well-filmed. But, of course, A Christmas Story, 24-hour Christmas Story. Yeah. You'll shoot your eye out. I I watch it every year. Yeah. Yeah, I watch it like two or three times a day on Christmas Day when it's on 24-7. But uh-huh. I don't know. I watched – I think I told you I watched Love Actually recently and uh, uh-huh. like I do every year. It, dude, I'm telling you the older I get, the creepier it gets. Like some of the love stories are like, well, that's a little weird. 
But it's a little dated now, though. Yeah. Oh my God, it's so painfully early two thousands. It's <laughs> so bad. Don't worry, it'll get a remake in twenty years, and it'll be obnoxious. Oh no. And then, <laughs> I, you want to take a minute to talk about? Well, since we're big Love Actually fans, talk about Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson in that. <laughs> sure. As as dated as the movie is, I think we both find the most interesting storyline in the in the film is the marriage between Alan Rickman and Emma Thompson and he kind of step you well it's ambiguous that you don't really know if he actually he did anything yeah, yeah he does anything but he does buy his the the temp that's his secretary he buys her a christmas gift that's that Emma Thompson thought that she'd be getting and then it's like oh it turns out she got a Joni Mitchell CD which is one of the saddest scenes of all time the one hand cry oh yeah man but we we've debated that scene. We've debated that storyline. I think since we've met, like, like I think we have the same. I think we agree on they work it out. But are do you think they'll ever? Do you think they'll stay together, or you think they're delaying the inevitable? I think you say they eventually work it out, but it's never the same, right? Yeah, yeah, I can say that for sure, especially because they have kids. If not, the earliest they would even think about doing anything would be after their kids grow up. But I think at that point they'd be, like, whatever. We stuck it out this long. Yeah, it's it's so good though. Like I I love that could have been its own movie, and I would have been like, mm-hmm. yes, I I definitely I definitely love this. Um, how do you feel? Okay, let me ask you this. How do you feel about them playing? Okay, do you have a problem with? them playing the same songs over and over again or do you have or or do you find it worse that they play the same songs by the same artist like i mean everybody does oh i see what you mean you mean okay different variations or does that bother you i like the different variations because at least i'm trying to listen for the differences and be like "Eh, i like that or "Eh, i don't really like that i think if i heard the same thing over and over again i probably would have to go find that artist and be like you suck yeah (laughs) it's yeah i mean everybody does like i'm i've like i said i'm a big christmas music fan so i like hearing people's different spins on like silent night or old holy night or white christmas you know all the classics so i feel like they do all do their own more or less kind of spin on it right yeah 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 i agree with that yeah okay well i think that does it uh thank you my dear i hope you feel better soon Oh, well, I'm just going to get it all off the nose. <laughs> Kiss Emmy for me. I love y'all. All right. Bye. Bye. I am joined now by my old old friend and previous guest, uh, Joe Lusick. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great, man. I can't complain. How's the hill? Are y'all still in shock? How's it? How's it? Look? How many? <laughs> how many days and weeks until the uh, till January twentieth? Oh God, it's uh, I guess it's about a month and a half. So we're gonna enjoy every moment of it while we uh, while, while we, we still, still can. can. Yeah, for real. All right, well, let's hop right into this. I know we we've been having technical problems, so I want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to have to like keep doing this shit. So, <laughs> all right, um, no problem, man. All right, so 
just to reiterate for everyone listening, Joe, you are in fact one of God's chosen people, right? Indeed, indeed. So you, you're actually not the only Jewish person I'm going to have on this thing. My other buddy Ben, who's Jewish, he's uh, he's he's on he's going to be on it too, and he spoke a little bit about Hanukkah and all that stuff. But anyway, oh yeah, yeah, I know him from uh, the international conspiracy. Yeah, yeah, we're 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 in it together. What breaking news? <laughs> oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. Sorry, Ben. Oh, oh no, it's going on the record now. <laughs> we got him, folks. They finally admitted to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> anyway so it is the holiday season and joe while your particular holiday may not be the prominent or dominant holiday of the, of the holiday season what do you think of when it comes to holiday season it's a good question you know i don't participate in in uh, christmas the way that a lot of other people do um but I I, I, I I like the holiday season. You know, I, I the winter winter sucks, right? Like yeah. it's still dark when you wake up and it's dark when you get to work. So like, you know, I, I, I sit in a desk all day, so I don't fucking see the sunlight in the winter. Um so it's just nice that there's like this festive spirit and there are, you know, colorful, shiny lights everywhere and you know, people are happy for no rational reason. I, I like that because otherwise winter would just completely fucking suck. Um, so, so, uh, it's, it's good. I, I like that. Um, you know, I think there's kind of two, you know, two different kind of Christmas themes. Like obviously a lot of people celebrate it in a religious way. Um, and obviously I don't participate in that, but there's also this kind of totally separate, just kind of secular spirit to it, that it's yeah. about family and it's about giving and, you know, it's about being with the people you love and, 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 and sharing time with them. So, so that I can, I can get behind, even if I don't kind of directly participate in the holiday, it's, it's something that, that I definitely, uh, see the value in and appreciate. Do you, uh, does your family, your family kind of celebrates both or what? Both Hanukkah no, and Christmas? No, no, we, we do not celebrate Christmas. Um, oh. you know, I, my, <laughs> my, my mom, um, used to tell me when I was a kid that, uh, so, so do you know what like a mezuzah is? It's uh, like this little, there's like a little thing that Jews put on their doorpost. It's based on like a, a passage in the Torah. Yeah, yeah, and it's a should... little, it's a, like a little scroll that they have against like the doorway or the door yeah, frame. Right? Yeah, 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 exactly. So my mom used to tell me that that's how Santa Claus knew not to come to our house. Aww. Um, and I was like, well, but Bob, that doesn't make any sense because Santa comes to the chimney, not through the front door. And then she was like, shut up. Okay, fine. Santa's not real. Oh, Joe, uh, it's been a theme <laughs> in your life. You've been too smart for your own good. <laughs> Exactly. Um, no, but yeah, I mean, we didn't really participate in Christmas. Uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm not, I never have been one of those people who's like, if someone walks up to me and says, Merry Christmas, I'm going to be like, fuck you. It's happy Hanukkah. No, I'm like, you know, I'm not that guy, but, um, I, I've never, never really celebrated it. We celebrate Hanukkah, which is usually earlier than Christmas this year. It actually, the first night of Hanukkah is Christmas Eve. Yeah, I know. That's cool. like, that's an anomaly, right? Yeah, yeah. Usually Hanukkah's a couple weeks earlier, but the Jewish, the whole Jewish calendar is like a little bit late this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so it's the first night of Hanukkah and Christmas Eve are the same night, which I, I kind of like. Well, these questions might be a little hard for you to answer, but I'll, we'll go, we'll give it a shot anyway. Okay. Absolutely. There is some gift giving in Hanukkah, but was, did you ever have like a memorable gift as a kid or like as a teenager that you got during? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this, trying to think of what my, 
my best my best one was and you know a lot of a lot of my because the, i think the thing what what big difference for jews is like because we got eight nights of hanukkah and you just have one christmas like a lot of times in, in like christmas celebrating families it's like oh you get one really cool gift yeah. but since my parents had to give me like eight gifts it was like eight you know they're not going to give me like eight expensive gifts <laughs> they're gonna give me like a shitty gifts so a lot of times it was like kind of horrible stuff like a book or, or a board game or something but one hanukkah I, when i was a kid i did get a ping pong table oh shit um, yeah which i think i was like seven or eight and uh it was awesome because i i played on it all the time and still one of my primary like stress relieving hobbies to this day is, is ping pong so that was definitely life-altering and, and pr- pretty cool from the Jewish people I know, do you, does your family make it all through eight nights? Or most Jewish people I've come to contact with, and they've they've explained Hanukkah to me. It's been, well, we make it to usually night four or five, and then by the end of it, we're kind of like, uh, that's it. No, I mean we always did all eight nights. It's not, you know, it's not a lot that you really have to do. You you light the menorah. There's like a a, a really quick prayer you say, um, and that's that's pretty much it. So you know, it's Hanukkah's not. I think this is a misconception that a lot of uh, non-Jewish people have. Hanukkah is actually not religiously impo- an important holiday at all. Like the really important Jewish holidays are the one like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, which are in usually September, October. Um, Hanukkah is like the only reason Hanukkah is like a big deal, like culturally and in society, is because it's like the Jewish holiday that's close to Christmas. So it's not like like Jews don't like go to synagogue on Hanukkah, you know. Yeah. Um, it's not like you have to go to synagogue for eight days in a row. It's just like you literally just light the menorah and say like a 30-second prayer, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, yeah, I got to say, uh, as much as I love like the traditional Christmas food, like turkey, mashed potatoes, yada, 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 I got to yeah. say, Hanukkah food is gets down. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, man, latkes. Dude, can, latkes are what's up. I can fuck up some latkes, man. They are mm, they are good. I love me some. I, I've never had yeah, matzo ball fantastic. soup, though. What's matzo ball soup taste like? You've never had matzo ball soup? Nah, man. Oh, that's well, that's tragic. Well, it's not really a Hanukkah food. It's kind of a general Jewish food, but okay. uh, it's it's delicious, man. You can like matzo mix and like mash it up into balls and put it in soup. It's 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 fantastic. I um, my great aunt makes a mean matzo ball soup, so maybe uh maybe one one of these days we can we can have you over. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay, so we're gonna. I'm I'm sure you have an opinion on the on this subject but uh as far as christmas music goes do you like hate it do you love it do you are you indifferent to it i you know every year when like it starts coming on the radio i'm always like yeah yeah i like this i can fuck with this and then i get annoyed with it pretty quickly <laughs> and it's it's not it's not like the the just inherently that it's christmas music it's just that there are like really like 20 songs that just you hear over and over and over again for like a month dude you're and that's just <laughs> you're like the, too much you're like the uh i think you're like the sixth person i've interviewed so far and i swear that's been everybody's fucking complaint they're like it's the same 10 songs over and the, over the, the again. problem is that we, we just need more songs out there someone needs to get out there and really like increase the repertoire <laughs> of christmas songs well we need I, I i put it out there to all the musicians out there we need some more christmas songs come on well if i may i love christmas music a lot but i feel like yeah there's only like there's only like 10 to 20 good christmas songs memorable christmas right. songs but a lot of different artists with a lot of eclectic you know styles do their own version so there's a, there's that variety 
That, that is true. There are like nine versions of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, right? So, or yeah, so like that. or White Christmas or right. Jingle Bells or... Fun fact, A White Christmas was actually written by a Jewish guy. Look at y'all. Y'all are everywhere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We're everywhere. You can't stop it. International conspiracy. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, well... what I'm talking about. How about Christmas movies? Do you have any Christmas movies that you're a fan of? Like, you know... Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really like Elf. Yeah. Will Ferrell, obviously. That's that's a great one. And uh, It's a Wonderful Life, I think, is also kind of like a, a fantastic Christmas movie. I always try to watch that yeah. one sometime around the holidays. Just a good kind of movie to to kind of, you know, put you put you in the right perspective. Okay. Uh, I think that's, here's, that's an American classic. Here's the million-dollar question. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I, I don't think so. Oh, fuck off. I don't think so. Die Hard is just an awesome movie. You can watch a Christmas movie has to like I don't know. It has to be like based around Christmas. Die it Hard is, is just based an awesome, around like, Christmas. I watch Die Hard in fucking July. It is based around Christmas. It's about family values. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but I feel like to be a Christmas movie, it has to be something that like you're only gonna watch on Christmas. Well, uh, well, that's a good point. That is a really good point. I'll have to think about that. But in my book, it's a Christmas movie, and it's my favorite Christmas movie. All right, hey, I, I respect that. We can have differences of opinion. This is America, at least yeah. until January. At least until January point. <laughs> it's the day after my birthday too. That's the other thing. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> hey, man, I'm just glad it's not on my birthday. I would that yeah. would have been depressing, but yeah, yeah, it's um. I don't know. I love Christmas, man. It's my favorite time of the year, second only to Mardi Gras. But that's that's a that's a Louisiana, that's a New Orleans thing <laughs> over anything else. So. Indeed. Well, all this technical issues and all the all the work we put into this. Did you have anything else to add? I mean, I'm pretty much done. No, man. Just uh, you know, thanks thanks for having me on, and uh, and a uh, Merry Christmas to you and your family, and a Happy Hanukkah to you, my brother. Absolutely. Thanks so much, man. All right, man. Take care. All right. Have a good Bye. one. Bye. Okay, I'm joined with one of the best guests I've ever had, uh, and a fan favorite. I've heard nothing but good things about this this person's episode, and I am joined by Dalvin Ford Jr. How you doing, man? Man, I'm great. How are you? Uh, oh, man, you know, just living the dream, as my old boss would say. So, it's the holidays. What, what comes to mind when you think about the holidays? Uh, I worked retail for a long time, so I think about shopping, and uh, yeah. it's not pleasant memories. People are very stressed in stores, freaking out about spending money on stuff, and so it, I just feel the stress. I remember when I was a kid, and my parents weren't as like affluent as they are now. You know, it was like I can feel them struggling. Yeah, and I, I know that's what it's like for a lot of people. So I can feel everyone's stress. That's what I think of when I think of the holidays. Uh, most of my friends who I've who I've recorded with so far have either worked in retail or the service industry, and so far the general consensus has been, oh, it's shitty and stressful. <laughs> yeah, people, uh, people, I guess that stress to get their kids stuff or get their family members stuff and live up to other people's gifts make people stress, and then they go out and be dicks to everybody who works everywhere. Yeah, I, 
uh, see, I worked in grocery, so once Thanksgiving was over, it was it wasn't that bad. Christmas Eve was always bad. I remember that. Yeah. Last Christmas, I worked at Target. That sounds awful. I'm like, that sounds like not working at Target, but like working at Target for Christmas. That's different. Yeah. Well, I was I was a seasonal. It was a seasonal gig. So I remember Black Friday was insane. I remember I rolled up uh, to work at three o'clock in the morning, and I assumed. It's three o'clock in the morning. People, who's gonna be here? There were oh, tons dude. of people That's at three o'clock in the I've morning. Anyway, but uh, so uh, this is another question I'm gonna throw at you. Do you remember speaking of gifts and shopping? Do, is there a, is there a gift you remember getting as a child, as a teenager, that really sticks out for you that was very memorable? Uh, yes, because it, it was something that my parents didn't even really pay for, but it was like a gift that I desperately wanted. I remember when I think I might have been like I want to say ten, ten or eleven. Sure. And like I had TV in my room and it had an antenna on it and whatever, right? Like yeah, I would watch I TV in my room, days, but I mostly yeah. watched TV in the front room. And I remember one year for Christmas, like they just bought a splitter, and like while I was sleeping, they hooked up the cable into my room so I could have cable in my room too. Oh shit! I was so lit. Like <laughs> I finally don't have to go outside to watch Nickelodeon. I could watch it in my room. It was like. The ultimate game changes. And that cost him literally, what, $5 for a splitter? <laughs> but that might be one of, like, my favorite gifts ever. Also, so when it was 11, I was thinking about watching, like, cartoons and stuff. But then it changed to me being, like, 14 and staying up till 3 in the morning to watch BET Uncut and, like, jerking <laughs> off wildly. So it was all worthwhile in the end. Oh, man. Rest in peace, BET Uncut. That was the greatest show ever. All right, continue. <laughs> No, Chappelle Show was the greatest show ever. Yeah, BT Uncut was something different. Like, yes, Chappelle Show is the greatest show ever. But B, did you ever watch Uncut ever? Well, I'm taking you on the wildest tangent. I'm sorry. Never mind. Don't answer that. No, well, just to answer your question, no, I not surprisingly, I have not watched much BET in my life. Oh, BET Uncut had nothing to do. It was just like they showed videos really late at night, and it was like way raunchier than the videos they could show oh, during the day. Nice, nice. Very nice. Yeah. I've heard of it. I just don't. I, I never nah. When it came to Fair looking up, when it came to that kind of stuff, uh, by the time I, I, we had a computer, we had the internet. I didn't need, uh, I didn't need any of that. Okay, so here's where the hot takes start coming in. This is the question okay. I've been look. We I mentioned this question to you, and you immediately were like, "I'm so game for this." How do you feel about Christmas music? Um, thank you so much, John, for asking me that question. For the record, I love Christmas music very, very, very much. So, so. Uh, I worked in retail, as I already mentioned, and they start playing Christmas music completely nonstop, <laughs> basically November 1st, uh, and I want to die. I hate everything about Christmas music. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's worse. There's two, it's like, these are very contradictory statements, but these are the things that piss me off the most about Christmas songs. One, there's only like 10 Christmas songs, <laughs> and when you have us, you go in any store and they're like playing Christmas music nonstop. You just hear the same versions, I mean, different versions of the same fucking song over and over again. Some of them are classic, like, all right, Bing Crosby, I get it, like, you have that cool <laughs> voice. King Cole. Whatever. Right? Yeah, great songs. But, like, I didn't need Taylor Swift to cover it, but I'll hear that today. I didn't need fucking the NSYNC version, but I'll hear it. That's the problem. Like, if we had, all right, Bing Crosby crushed it. You don't have to do that anymore. Donny Hathaway crushed it. Stop making it. So, that's one half of it. But the other side is, like, when they try to make up Christmas songs, it's even worse. <laughs> Only Mariah Carey has ever gotten it right. 
There should be no well, new Christmas songs. We only have the ten. Fine. It's okay. Over. Wait a right. minute. How? 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 What's your time span here? Because one of my favorites, it's tied with Nat King Cole's uh, Christmas song, is Wham's Last Christmas. That's a relatively new Christmas song. All right. Fine. They did it the best. I just don't need to hear. And that's it's funny as you mentioned that. Because I made the Taylor Swift joke based on hearing her version of that song. Oh, like, man. Did not need that to exist. Yeah. Like, if you make it, you can take a shot at it, I guess. But there's no need to cover it. Like, Christmas in what? In Queens? That's a great song. Yeah. I don't want to hear any other rap Christmas songs ever. Yeah. I'm good. I will say and that. Uh, oh, let me ahead, just say ahead. this. Let me get this off my chest first. Okay. Beyonce is the greatest ever, right? Yes. You can't say anything bad about Beyonce. However, uh, probably not. Destiny's Child has a Christmas album. On that Christmas album, there's a song called I Got Your Back on Christmas Day. That is the stupidest fucking song ever <laughs> created of all time. It's like scatting half the song. They start singing real fast. and like It's a horrible, 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 horrible song. Oh. And like I don't know who inspired them to like make that up. Like I could have just sang the Christmas classics and been fine. But you had to give me this like 2002 urban Christmas. It was the worst. Google it if you get a chance. Uh, or don't like it's a horrible song uh, i'm sorry I'm, beyonce maybe people won't. might hear it and love it and be like hey man you had fucking ebenezer scrooge on your show fuck that guy but i want to make two counterpoints to what you said one just to cover like last christmas jimmy eat world does a did a cover of last christmas that's actually almost as good as the original and if you ever look it up it's not it's it's pretty good. I like it a lot. I won't look it up ever, but if it finds me, I'll be sure to have an open ear to it. Yeah. Um, and the other thing, uh, there is the most recent, I will say the most recent new Christmas song that I heard that I really, really like is Kelly Clarkson has a song called Underneath the Christmas Tree. And it's very poppy and it's very catchy and it's very upbeat. It's really, you know, and to put this in like not medical terms and innocuous terms it's very infectious it's very like i was like i heard it and then i was like singing it in my head after it went off and then i went and downloaded it and i literally listened to it like 10 times straight because i was like this song is so damn catchy see that's the thing there are christmas songs that i definitely don't mind there's christmas songs that i probably like but i will never ever turn on christmas music just to listen to it oh i have a like, playlist if i go to somebody's christmas party and it's on and they play the songs i like i'll enjoy them and sing along or whatever but like i'll never just sit around in my house and be like oh yeah christmas music oh man i have a playlist i i think i have one of the best most well-rounded playlists for christmas music ever like if i could yeah. if i could post it online i would be like this is probably the this is probably as good as it gets um, let me just go on the record since we talk about christmas music i do want to mention my favorite christmas song yeah carol of the bells it has the least words and it's like lit it's just a lit song in general yeah they had i have the the john williams orchestrated version from home alone and that's it's the children's it's a children's choir version and it's oh it's so good it's yeah so... well, children's choirs always make everything sound better yeah okay um well here's another question i want to throw out your way because we're about to wrap up but uh how do you feel about christmas movies do you have a favorite or not uh, 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 Christmas movies. Kind of an unpopular choice. I've never heard this bantied about as one of the most popular Christmas. I love the Santa Claus. They did not need to make any more of them. They did not need to be three of them. But the first one, like, is good. I love that movie. Yeah, we're, we're relatively, we're in the same age group. And I, I don't know about you, but that was one of the first movies I ever remember seeing in theaters. 
Also, that dude just got arrested in Dallas. I did, when I saw his face, I was like, who the fuck is that guy? He was the stepdad. Of, uh, oh, yeah, Judge Reinhold, yeah. Uh, people older than us will remember him from Beverly Hills Cop, but, yeah, I remember him from the Santa Claus. Yeah, you know, he's, he's the stepdad. Yeah. Neil. Oh, God. And you know what's funny? That movie has fucked up our generation on how to properly spell Santa Claus's last name because everybody thinks it's Santa Claus, like Claus. Even though they explicitly say it in the movie, like, yeah. yeah. It's uh... <laughs> also Jingle All the Way. Jingle oh yeah, Jingle. Oh, you know who Simbad is so fucking funny in that movie. He Simbad is very underrated. Like we've been having a lot of '90s, '80s nostalgia, and everybody has randomly become virally famous for a couple of days. Simbad uh, needs to get his. Dude, Simbad was great. Is there anything else you wanted to add? Anything particularly? Uh, last anecdote about me and Christmas. I moved to Dallas on like December twenty third. Oh, yeah. like three years ago, four years ago, whenever. Yeah. And like, basically, we canceled Christmas completely, right? We all half of our shit was still on the truck. You know, Christmas Day came. We didn't have any furniture, and we so Christmas like did not happen for twenty thirteen or twelve, whatever. And ever since then, like, it's never. I've never been in the Christmas spirit again. Like, we canceled it. The world didn't end. Nobody was sad. We were all kind of like, oh, okay, cool. And like, I've never been able to bounce back. So. Just one year. If you ever don't do Christmas, I don't know if you'll ever come back. Well, I don't know. I don't know if my mother would ever allow that, but I've well, I told mean, yeah, it. Yeah, like, it was circumstances. I don't think yeah. my mom was, like, lit about canceling Christmas completely, but, like, once we did, we were all like, oh, shit. How do you feel? Well, I guess you, you'd feel the same way, but I've told my mom for, like, the past few years, this isn't me trying to be cheap or anything or trying to get out of buying people's presents, but I told her, I was like, Mom, if we ever decide, like, to not do gifts... I won't be upset. Like, I really, I I don't, uh, gifts, to go on my Christmas is over-commercialized rant, I think gifts have totally over, like, consumed Christmas, and it's like, I don't think that's what Christmas, in my mind, Chris, that's not what Christmas is all about, man. I really think that we could probably go, we could probably, like, get rid of that and still have as good a time. So, uh, that's interesting, because I'm the exact opposite. The only part of Christmas that I still enjoy it's like, I love buying gifts for people, and I'm and a notorious over-gifter. I don't give gifts to a lot of people, only, like, mom, dad, sister, but yeah, ridiculous gifts. I often buy, like, gifts nicer than they buy each other, yeah. and my dad has, like, the real job, right? So, uh, I do love the gift aspect of it. It's like, hey, man, I've been waiting all year for this. Like, I'll make a dream come true. I don't know. That's the my favorite part. Okay. Thanks for uh, indulging me, taking a little bit of time out your day. I uh, hope the Saints win today. Mm, I don't. Another take. Yeah, it's, it's over. We now making the playoffs. Let's get this draft pick. Let's Whoever it may be. Pick. Let's let's draft. I don't. Even I only know. want us to win one more game this season, and I want us to beat the fucking Falcons. That's it. I really hope um, we knock the Falcons out the playoffs. That would be hilarious to me, but I don't. Think yeah, because I don't hate the Bucks the same way. Like the fact that the Bucks are like pretty good now is like yeah. it doesn't bother me. The Panthers, I kind of hate, but. Yeah. Nah, the I was, uh, yeah, the Bucks. Care. they're like, nah, this is the Bucks. Whatever. Even when they were, there were times when they were definitely better than us. And yeah. I was like, oh, all right, we'll fine. I actually like Jameis. Oh, I do too, man. That is definitely uh, been weird. All right, folks, that does it for this holiday special. Dalvin and I went on another tangent and neglected to properly sign off. 
I want to take a moment to thank all my guests, Pup, Kev, Justin, Benjamin, Morgan, Joe, and Dalvin for their time. I think we all concluded that the holidays are more or less a happy time that are mainly about family, togetherness, that Die Hard is in fact a Christmas movie. Glad we could finally put that debate to rest. And also, and more importantly, that I am in the minority of people who love Christmas music as early as possible and as much as possible. I remain convinced that it makes me special, not crazy, and I reject any evidence to the contrary. (sighs) Furthermore, on a serious note, thank you so much for listening, and not just to this holiday special, but to any episodes of this silly little podcast at all this year. That means more to me than I am capable of articulating. All of my guests this year and I are very grateful and hope you and your loved ones have a lovely holiday season and New Year's. A lot to look forward to in 2017. Let's hope it's not just a good one, but a great one. On one last final note, if I may. Like I said earlier in the episode, this is my favorite time of the year because it's a good time of the year to uh, take stock of what's important to you, and I find the best way to do that is uh, to cherish what you already have and not what you may be getting as a gift or what you expect in the coming year. Just a little advice from me to you. Thank you all again. Be well. Happy holidays. And we will be back in 2017. Take care.